0: Hello, everybody. This is the video and live streaming show. I'm John Lacey. Uh, Thank you for joining me today. Normally, I'm joined by Sam Proof, and I'm hoping that he'll be with us shortly, but he seems to be uh, slightly held up. But that's fine. Let's get started. Um, So obviously, today, we're going out to a number of different uh, places live. So if you are watching live, please let me know in the chat where you're coming to me from. I'd love to hear from you. Today, we're talking all about video opportunities for audio podcasters. So um, I've got a I've got to mention this, I've got to get the elephant uh, in the room out of the way first. So sometimes uh, when, when I talk to people as a video person, they're deeply suspicious of me, uh, you know, because they're audio podcasts and a lot of people have preferences. They love one or the other. Um, and to be honest, I love podcasts too. I listen to podcasts voraciously. I listen to three or four hours worth each and every single day. So I'm one of your biggest fans. What I really want to talk to you today about, though, is are there opportunities to utilise video in such a way as to, uh, you know, I guess, uh, you know, extend your message, uh, build some awareness and maybe get more listeners in the process, And you don't necessarily need to take an audio podcast and turn it into a video show, although that's certainly an option and we'll talk about that in a little little bit. Um, But, you know, there are sort of other opportunities to sort of let people know where you are and what you're actually talking about. So those are really important things to keep in mind. So we'll be talking about that all today. So uh, if if you're watching live on any of the various platforms that we're going out to live, please let me know in the chat where you're coming from. I'd love to hear if you're actually a video creator or an audio podcaster, or maybe you do a little bit of both. But those are the things that we're going to be looking at today. So you may well ask, you know, why, you know, why might I be interested in exploring video if I'm strictly an audio person? And, you know, obviously audio is wonderful. We love audio. I love audio podcasts in particular. I've said that already, uh, but there are different platforms and they do prioritize different things and they can be useful in terms of actually building some awareness and getting, getting your message out and sharing that with a, or with a larger audience and perhaps even sort of, uh, you know, extending your own audience and bringing them into the fold. So those are some of the things that that you might like to keep in mind. And again, I don't like to be dogmatic about any of this stuff. Um, So these are only suggestions. Don't feel you have to do things. Be very wary of people that tell you that there's only one way to to do something because it's it's really not true. It's certainly not true um, in terms of the technology. We have all kinds of choices and options out there. So you really need to think about what actually works for you. So uh, let's think about some of the things that you may already have. So we we talk a lot on this show about actually building a content library and repurposing your existing content. So it's really worthwhile to think about what are the assets you already have. And these could be things like, uh, you know, audio. If you've got an audio podcast, you've definitely got some audio recorded. Uh, It could be things like logos and colours, text, uh, particular fonts that you associate with your brand and your podcast. Uh, You know, you could actually have some images or or some video ready to go. And I guess one of the things that I would like to let people know is that you don't actually have to be on camera to be on video these days. There are ways um, of actually doing things. Um, Sam's just letting me know in the chat that he's having some technical difficulties, but he will be here shortly. Um, yep. So that's fine. We'll, uh, we'll get stuck into that in a moment, but okay. So getting back to my original point, uh, with the tools that we have these days, you don't necessarily have to be on camera to be on video. And I mean this for live uh, streaming, but also for recorded video. So if you don't want to be on camera for whatever reason, a lot of people have concerns about being on camera and fears of being on camera. There are other things that you can do. Um, you know, one of the things that I like to promote is actually the use of OBS Studio and the OBS uh, Studio virtual camera. So you can set up a scene and you can use that scene wherever the, you might use a traditional web camera uh, option. So that's, a, that's another thing that you might like to consider. But that said, if you are feeling brave enough to actually do some video, you know, it's, it's really it's worthwhile recording whatever you've got. And it doesn't mean that you have to use that video, but it, it sort of adds to the creative possibilities. If you've got it, you could potentially use it, um, but you know you don't have to. So again, I I, I don't try to I, I try not to be too dogmatic, and too prescriptive about these sorts of things. Um, but I really just want to make you aware of the possibilities. And you know that could actually be a part of you know you could be doing it live, you could be pre-recording things. Um, There are so many options out there, and again, I don't want to overwhelm you with the options. I want to sort of gently introduce you to some of those, get you to start thinking critically about those, and, you know, think about what might actually make some sense today. All right. Um, So this is the video and live streaming show. I'm John Lacey, and um, I'm going to be joined by Sam in just a moment. He's just, uh, just putting the final touches on a few things. Um, but today we are talking all about video opportunities for um, for uh, for audio podcasters, and I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you in, Sam. Hopefully you can hear me okay. Hey,
1: okay. okay, almost- <laughs> to go to the backup computer. The PC is just not playing fair. Sorry, gang. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I guess that's that's the joy of live. Like anything can happen, so um, that that's fine. Um, I, I, you good to go, or do you want me to take over the screen and you it, can set some things up?
1: If this sounds okay to you, then that's as good as it's going to get, unless the PC magically turns on when I do this. No, nah, I'll keep going. But yeah, okay. just go like this.
0: <laughs> All right, no worries. Um, okay, so. Welcome, Sam. So I was going to ask you how you were, but I I, I get to sense you're probably pretty frustrated at this point in time.
1: A little bit, bit, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, I'm fine. I am also, uh, this is coupled with I'm like totally in the midst of a cold or something, so it's super Mm. exciting. Good times. How's everything with you?
0: Um. Better than it sounds like they are with you, uh, anyway. So I mean, I, I've had a I've had a busy week, but it's it's been a fine week. There's there's been no yeah. no great problems or dramas. Um, it's so funny that you join us right now because I was literally going to talk about things that happen behind the scenes. Um, yeah. and sometimes it's a good opportunity to let people know about how the uh the sausage is made and and you know That's other bad. vegan inappropriate um metaphors um but like one of the the things that i said you know if you bring people into the fold you give them some sense of what actually happens in the back end um you know they feel part of the process and i must admit um nathan is asking if this is a rerun it's definitely not a rerun. rerun we're totally live um so we can acknowledge that you're here hi nathan thanks for joining us um so i i guess you know things certainly in the live streaming world things will go wrong and i think there's no shame in sort of being transparent about that uh and letting people know and the thing i like to tell everybody is that some of those outtakes some of those mistakes can be quite hilarious and they show that you're human uh and relatable so i encourage you to show those uh some weeks ago i did post some of our our outtakes we occasionally will record a promo for the next show and um sam just completely tripped over his words, uh, and then my camera stopped working. So it was hilarious on on all kinds of fronts. So I sort of packaged that up and shared it out on, on YouTube Shorts and TikTok and a few other places. All it's right, the
1: one and only time I've ever
0: had. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to look. You don't want to look too professional, Sam. You you got to yeah. show that you, you're human at the end of the day. Yeah. All right. So um, I guess you know. In some ways, some of the streams, in particular, Sam, uh, that you do, are uh, some of them are, are quite orchestrated. Like, I guess the the, the Super Bowl, which is uh, a, a vaguely football related uh, events that you do for Kid Avalanche, spy. the uh, the kitten the camera. Spy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. a lot of them uh, seem to be much less structured. So, I, I guess, what is what is your approach in terms of you know showing people um, behind the scenes?
1: Yeah, I mean. It, it... Does depend on what your intentions are. For the most part, I am not concerned to be like, all right, we're gonna uh, look around and do some stuff, and like you know, really just make fun of this, and like you know, it, mistakes happen. That's why it's live. We wanted something that was pristine. We would go through post, we would do it all, you know, twenty times over until we have the perfect take. I had uh, a, a job once where. We're doing a live stream. We're doing like a game live stream, and it wasn't immediately amazing. And we were struggling to do—I don't even know what. Something wasn't working right. Like some camera wasn't coming on, or was sound wasn't broadcasting. And uh, the, this guy who was kind of the, the manager at the office just lost his mind about it. And I was like, "It's Twitch. Nobody
0: cares. <laughs> like <laughs>
1: they would be concerned if it didn't have errors."
0: And I, you know, as much as we're talking about, uh, you know, uh, going the flow a little bit, um, I must admit your audio isn't great for me. I, I can't mm. always make out exactly what you're saying. So, let me see if I yeah, can catch in the, yeah, let me
1: see. Yeah, actually, spot. moving forward, I'll be right back. Uh,
0: Seems to help. Okay, no worries. Um, I'll be right. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll talk to Sam in a little bit, but let's let's keep going with the content today. So obviously, we're talking about video opportunities for audio podcasters. Um. We, you know, one of the the big ones, and again, you may you may not want to do this for every episode, but especially if you have a special event, this can be quite a useful thing. So, there is the potential to actually do a live taping with a virtual audience. So you could use any of the streaming platforms. Um, you know, we've got things like StreamYard and and Restream and uh, Ecam Live and so, some sort of more. Uh, podcast-specific things like Riverside, uh, th- those kinds of platforms, then not only can you have a conversation and record some, some audio and some video, but you can also invite other people to join you either on a social platform or, or within the particular platform that they're in. So that's another way. And again, you might, if, if you're looking to start trying some of these things out for the very first time, it's probably a good idea to actually go and... Uh, you know, try them out with a with a small sympathetic audience. Get some of your friends together uh, and just try them out and see how they go. And again, don't don't try to do too much all at once. So so keep that in mind. Um, but certainly, that is another way of of doing things. And again. Um... Actually, Sam, if you can just let me, I'll open the private chat. If you let me know when you're ready, I'll, I'll bring you back in. So this is the video and live streaming show, and he's giving me the thumbs up. So I'm going to take that as yes, he's good to go.
1: How is this audio?
0: It's it's a, it's a little bit better. Yeah, that's great. Thank just you. a little bit. Uh, yeah. I was hoping it would be a lot bit better, but okay. well, I mean, it's it's clearer. Yes. Yeah. Good. So I mean, I can actually hear you now. So that's awesome. Okay, Great. so again, we've got we've got some people saying hi in the chat. So hi, hey, and so thank you, you for joining us. We are going out live to all the various places. So again, if you are watching live, let us know in the chat where you're coming from. And today, we're talking all about video opportunities for audio podcasters. And uh, Sam, now that you're actually with us, in, <laughs> <laughs> after yeah. some news, um, I, I guess one of the points to make was that I don't think everybody needs to have a video show necessarily. And there are some people that are pushing this really, really hard. And to be honest, like if you're the content creator, if you don't have a boss or a client telling you what you have to do, then you you get to choose what works for you and what you're happy with. But that said, you know, there are opportunities to sort of, Repurpose some of the the content you're creating. Thinking about extending that audience a little bit, building some awareness. I guess one of the things that I've noticed is that there are people that will watch, will happily watch uh, podcast clips on TikTok and and YouTube Shorts and, and Facebook and wherever else, and they actually really enjoy those sh- those smaller segments, but they don't necessarily become uh, subscribers yeah. or listeners to the the the, the podcast in full. But I think that, that in itself is, is a really good sort of um, brand building exercise because it, 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 half of the battle, I'm sure, is just making sure that people are aware of who you are, what your expertise is, and what you're actually doing in the world. Not everything you yeah. you create is going to be for everybody, but if they don't know it exists, that's that's a problem. So I'm I'm hoping that we can sort of encourage some people to maybe take some gentle steps into video as a way of of uh, su- supplementing and complementing what they do with audio podcasts.
1: Yeah, I, I think you know each platform has its own demands and it has its own audience and like what they're willing to, you know, watch on that particular platform. I think it's very different. Um, You know, we often talk about the different vertical platforms. And even within that, it's not just as long as it's vertical, it's good to go. I think your TikTok people are looking for instantaneous sound bites and your Instagram people are looking for higher quality and longer format and stuff like that. And, you know, so on and so forth. So when it comes to doing a podcast, it might not work live. Um, and that's something you need to know, you need to explore, uh, within your own niche and your own product and and all of that. So you should focus on what it is. The podcast really is first and foremost, like why is this a podcast instead of X, Y, and Z. And then once you know that that's what it is, then you can see how do I repurpose it in these other things? Can I turn this podcast into a live stream? Uh, And how would that work? Because I think often I've seen people go, well, I'll just live stream taping the podcast. But the point of a live stream, and this is the thing that I always come back to, is it is instantaneous uh, interaction with your audience. And if you're not utilizing that within the podcast effectively, there is no reason to be uh, live streaming it not to crap on anyone's dreams just focus (laughs) on the thing that it is so you know uh find the find the ways that you can use that live stream to aid in your podcast find the ways to format the podcast to make it make sense for the live stream simultaneously
0: sure and i think it's important to to consider Philosophically, the difference between different content types yeah. and formats. Um, but I uh, just want to say hi to, to Zita, who's watching on on LinkedIn from Central Connecticut. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I guess to your point, it, that's absolutely true. Uh, the the joy of live streaming is that interaction. So. And again, I'm sure I've said this more than once on this show, but especially if you're live streaming with the expectation of repurposing, you do have to sort of have moments where you acknowledge the audience and you you talk to them directly. But you do also have to have little moments where you sort of ignore them for a moment and cover those topics. And I guess if you were to do that live taping... you know, you might want to think about having different segments where you interact with the audience specifically and then yes. times where you really focus on those. And then you you kind of have to make some calls about, you know, what are you editing out and what are you leaving in?
1: Yeah, I think that's perfectly stated. Um, yeah, and and you want to make that clear from the top of the show. You probably, you know, if you are going to have Uh, a wide berth of sort of like this is just going to be us talking and then we'll address the chat. Like it's going to be 20 minutes. You probably want to have a pre-show like chat with the, you know, the viewing audience to be like, Hey guys, what's going on? This is what we're talking about this week. Um, once we get started, we'll collect questions and 20 minutes in, we're going to go over those questions, you know, just whatever it is, whatever the format is, make sure that's out there. If you, you know, if, uh, if it works out for the, the repurposing of content and it's not going to get in the way, put something on the screen that says, you know, a thing like that, or pin a message if you're doing it on Twitch or have a timed message from a chat bot that basically restates that like every five minutes or so. Um, but yeah, having, having that format and then making sure that that is clear to your audience so they don't feel neglected, you know, is, is important
0: absolutely um so I guess and again I'm just I'm conscious of the fact that some of the people that joined me at the, the top of the show might have uh, heard some of this already but I think it's worth worth exploring again now that Sam is with us um, one of the points I was making earlier was basically that you don't necessarily need to be on camera to be on video with today's tools. So um you know if i i most of us have some hang ups about being on camera and i'm going to just put my hand up and say that's me as well i i actually get nervous before even this show um but i i i kind of believe that the best way of dealing with that is just a bit of exposure therapy and that's why i keep showing up and yeah. i keep doing this and that's probably what i would recommend to most people but if you're like if it's just not of interest to you at all you don't have to and one of the, I mean, there are all kinds of ways of doing different things, but um, one of the things that I'm quite fond of is the ability in OBS Studio to set up a scene. And, uh, you know, that scene could include your, your web camera or it could not. And you can essentially use that with the virtual camera feature to just show that wherever you're going live. So that could be you on camera. That could just be some static um, artwork from your podcast. So there, there are ways of doing things. And I, I guess, you know, if that is the hang up, you can try and push push beyond it, but, uh, you yeah. know, it's probably better just to, to get started with the comfort level that you're at. And, you know, if you don't want to be on camera, you don't have to be on camera.
1: Yeah, and, and there's so many options now for like sort of virtual avatars to take your place so that it's not just a static image, but you actually do have a, a human-esque, re, you know, representation you know, and you don't have to worry about it being uh, ready to go. It's virtual. It's like, you know, vtuber or there's I'm sure there's months before we have like an AI version of that available as well. But
0: yeah, you don't have to be on camera. And especially if, if, you know, maybe the podcast that you're doing is particularly mysterious, like you can actually set up just an, uh, a video mask. So you're just a black shadowy figure in the middle of a white frame. Like, yeah. there are all kinds of things that you could do in terms of, sure. of the creative um, elements. So yeah. it, it's probably more about the themes and the sensibilities of your particular show than any particular technology. But I guess, you know, just don't, don't get too hang up on, on the technology. um so we we've spoken you know a little bit about live taping with a virtual audience i guess another opportunity that i want to talk to people about is the idea of having a listening party so Mm. part of the joy of an audio podcast is that i can download and listen whenever i want to but that said if you do have a core audience of super fans you can get together and actually listen at the same time. There are a number of different ways that you can do this. So one of them would be to actually have some sort of live stream and... Again, maybe you introduce the episode live. Um, again, you may or may not want to be on camera. That's entirely up to you. You play the, the episode. Maybe you sort of uh, have a bit of a chat about the episode afterwards. And you can do that in, in sort of a live streaming sense. But you can also, you can upload the podcast as a video like in YouTube and have a premiere. So... If people really are just um, clamoring for your content, and you know, you tell everybody that's going out on Saturday nine thirty a.m., they can hit a button to be notified um, of that. Yeah. But also, they can chat in real time with other people that are also listening. So, that is yeah. that is really cool. Um,
1: yeah, I, I, guess... I think the yeah, guys. I, some... I think listening parties are just a great sort of perk. And you know, depending on what you're doing and what your audience is like, you could use that. As a you know, like a Patreon uh, perk or something of that nature, so it's like an exclusive listening party, and you know, you could you could hold that on like you said a YouTube premiere or a private Discord channel, or you could just put it out there to wherever.
0: And I guess the other thing, um, and a lot of those, you know, once you've done them, they will stay recorded. Um, but one other feature, just because I'm kind of a, a LinkedIn person, uh, yeah. LinkedIn has these LinkedIn audio events. And I haven't actually done this, but I'm, I'm sort of conscious of the fact that with my road uh, Rode Procaster, um, Rodecaster Pro, I should say, um, yeah. it, which is basically a little mixing board with with sound buttons, um, a, a soundboard on it, essentially, I could literally have one of those events. I could load up an entire episode of an audio podcast onto a button. I could introduce it. I could hit the button and away we go. Um, and I think, you know... I wasn't going to talk about this until later, but I think it makes sense to, to address this right now is that, you know, you've spent a lot of time and energy on your podcast you wanna share it and get as much um, interaction as you possibly can. So what I, I think it's important to think outside of the box. Again, we don't wanna give you a million things to think about or you know, <laughs> a, a should to-do list. Um, but yeah. I mean, if there are some of these things that, that jump out at you, I'd highly encourage you to try them. And speaking of LinkedIn, um, Garen Belleni is watching on LinkedIn. Hey, Saying hello to everyone, um, Garen Bellaney from Micro Studio. When it's time to go, you've got to grab your Micro Studio. He's got all the live streaming equipment in a little bag that you can sort of take with you on the road and 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 stream from anywhere, really. nice All right. So, um, I, I guess you know before we move on, um, do you have any other ideas in terms of of the listening party, or do you think we've we've basically covered that? Um. <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't think so. <laughs> (laughs) okay cool no worries just checking yeah all right so this is the video and live streaming show we're going out live to all various places my name's john Lacey, and i'm joined as always by sam proof uh today we're talking all about video opportunities for audio podcasters um and i want to talk a little bit now about actually repurposing content um so we have sort of alluded to this a little bit already but uh you know and it's it's probably the perfect segue from that thing i said earlier about you know you've spent time and energy and blood and tears and sweats uh putting this thing together so you want to make sure it has as long as a life uh, as long a shelf life as possible so um you know i guess the obvious one for us because we talk about it all the time is actually those short clips those vertical videos um yeah. that are so popular in the video world right now so we've got things like tiktok we've got youtube shorts and we've got uh, we've got Instagram Reels. I'm yeah. sure they'll be popping up in other places as well as time goes by. But um, Sam, do you do? You, how do you think we should approach that kind of short form content? Yeah, I mean, I think <clears throat> there's
1: obviously a lot of ways to use that to promote a podcast before and after the fact. So you can use that if you're doing a live stream to drive traffic and be like, "This is what you know." we're live Friday at 4 PM Pacific standard time. Uh, but you know, obviously you want to give more context. You want to give them something to chew on. I would always try and add some sort of question like that. We would talk about on the show. So they're going to leave a comment and you use that as content in the show itself. Be like, we, you know, we posted this on Instagram reels and 20 people said this, like do a poll, something like that. And then after the fact, um, there's just so many things you can do like John did with the outtake clip. That's perfect. Or just to push traffic to, you know, listen to the uh, episode itself by being like, here's an interesting thing we talked about, you know, just a soundbite, getting it, getting those sound bites, I think is, is a good move.
0: Absolutely. And uh, you know, one of the things that I try to do for this show is that um, once we've, we've done it, I, I take it into my editing software and I, like to have at least four clips that I, I I share that following week on on social media in yeah. all the various places. Some, I mean, in a perfect world, I would like to do more, but um, it, it's time consuming. There are other things going on in my life. Um, but but it is certainly a great opportunity. And you know whether whether you've actually got um a clip, you know, as you say, it could be you know something you record before the show goes live. Um, something we are soliciting some feedback from the audience ahead of that show to sort of give them some investment in how that plays out. And just to know what people are interested in is really, really awesome um, too. So yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that more in a second. I just want to say hi to Joe um, Serrano, hey, who's Joe. wishing us uh, a particular Welcome type back. of Friday, which I, I, I get the Freaky Friday reference. I don't quite get the other right. one. You might need to explain that to me in the comments, but it's great to great that you're joining us. Thank you for, for being Welcome here. Back. We really appreciate that. Um, so again, today we're talking about video opportunities for audio podcasts. And I guess, um, you know, creating short form video is is its own art form in some ways. And we've, we've spoken about it quite a lot lately. So you can go into the archives and check that out. But today I really wanted to talk about actually, you know, one approach to creating audio um, and and sort of short clips. So, uh, in just seconds. Um... And in particular there there are obviously a lot of tools out there um that you can use a lot of paid tools out there um i'm I'm trying to explore an option that maybe is a little uh, a little bit cheaper, a little bit free uh, might require a little bit more uh, effort up front to actually get started but um but once you've set these things in action, it will be very easy to to sort of come in and tweak these things so I'm just going to play a, a short video and once it finishes, we'll come back and talk about it. <coughs> mm Okay, so that, that was a little bit of a video, uh, sort of exploring how you might set up a, a yeah. scene in uh, OBS Studio with the, the waveform visualizer uh, to create a, an audiogram. Um, and I guess the thing, and I've got a couple of images here I'll try and share. Um, I must admit Restream is telling me my connection is not great. So I'm going to try. Your audio is good,
1: there. but your video is frozen.
0: Okay. <clears throat> um. I'll just uh, I'll just bring that that graphic over. So essentially, and I I hope to make a longer video um, explaining this in more detail. I just didn't have time yeah. this week, but essentially, uh, this is OBS Studio. This is a, a piece of software that's close to both our hearts. Um, and essentially, yeah. what I'm able to do here with the Waveform Visualizer is create that that Waveform. And there are actually a number of different settings within that plugin, so you can change how that actually displays. Um, in this image that I've got up on the screen here, we've actually got sort of uh, the ATEM vertical plugin as well. So that, that lets you set up vertical and horizontal um, scenes. So essentially where I was going with all of this is basically that we would have the ability to um, to actually, uh, you know, create a, a horizontal video version and a vertical video version very, very quickly. And even yeah. though it is a little bit of setup to get this set up in the first place, once you do that, you really you could go in and change the artwork and the audio file, and you could really reproduce these really, really easily. So, again, I'm hoping to to explore this a little bit further in some in the coming weeks. Um, But I I guess the other thing, too, and again, um, I I was going to try and demonstrate this. I don't think I will, given the state of my internet connection at the moment, but let's just talk about it. I guess the other thing is that we want to see in terms of an audiogram is actually some captions. So, again, uh, CapCut is a completely free piece of software. Uh, It's owned by the people that own TikTok. Um, and you can auto-generate those captions, it is still a good idea to go in and manually correct them because it won't get every word correct. Um, And you really want your audience to understand what you're talking about. So you can do that. You can change how they appear on screen. This is a very, in some ways, this is quite a trivial um, example, but I just wanted to let people know that there are ways of doing this. And I guess the other thing, too, is... If you're not interested in having the waveform as part of this video, you can actually skip the OBS stuff and just combine some assets in CapCut and do this, this really easily. Um, again, if you were in a position where you actually had uh, had some, some pre-recorded video, you could add that in there as well. Um, there are all kinds of creative possibilities, but we just really wanted to underscore the point that you can get started um, quite easily and quite inexpensively too.
1: Yeah, and I, I think this is really great for um, converting audio podcasts into VODs in a you know quick clip. Um, you could do the same thing. Um, obviously CapCut is for when you're turning it into a video. You could do the same thing with a live stream um, using something like Pixel Chat TV, pixelchat.tv for like live closed captioning. But again, it's not gonna be perfect all the time. In fact, it's not gonna be perfect. It's about 75% perfect, <laughs> depending on how clear you talk. Um, but yes, you could do the same setup live or as video.
0: Sure. So um, yeah, um, I, I guess that's the thing. Like a lot of the auto-generated captions aren't going to be perfect, but they are—they yeah. are a time saver. Like they will—they'll get—they'll help you get started quickly, and that way yeah. you can actually go in and, and just correct the the mistakes. Um, so I mean, that's that's sort of another thing that I wanted to sort of unpack a little bit. So again. We keep mentioning the the vertical plugin because it is so powerful, but it is the Atom vertical plugin. Again, um, I was able to uh, record the horizontal and vertical version of one of those clips, and essentially, I I just bring them into CapCut. I, I cut off the the beginning and the ends because I've I've left a little bit of extra space there, and then I can add the captions and I'm good to go. All right. So this is the video and live streaming show. Um, apologies for my internet connection. It is not playing particularly nicely today, but I'm trying to hang on. Um, so, Sam, I guess, uh, you know, is, is there anything else that maybe you would like us to, to think about in terms of, uh, you know, either sh- sharing the creation of the podcast or, you know, promoting the podcast um, afterwards or beforehand that we haven't sort of looked at already?
1: Um. Oh, geez. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I think we talked about promotion and, and all of that. Obviously, we, we talked more on the vertical video side of promoting and, and uh, post promoting your show. So, there's obviously a world of other things you can be doing with social media to promote your show. Um, and the, using that technique of putting the audiogram on to like, archive the shows is great. And then you can point that to the RSS feed or, you know, whatever home base you want to call for, you know, whatever, um, server or service or podcast you want to call home, uh, use that to point to there, but you can also then take that audiogram and remix it on your YouTube so that you have shorts going back to that. You you could do this ad nauseum, like a hundred (laughs) things to point to one thing basically. Uh, and beyond that, um, yeah, well, we, we talked about formatting the show in specific ways. I think obviously every show is different and has different needs, but you do want to make sure that if you're live streaming, you're utilizing your audience for show content at some point or for additional content. You know, maybe it is something where you do that, um, like that listen, uh, you know, the live listen, the watch party kind of thing and then at the end you you know assuming you're you have a topic that's really interesting to your chat you can do live questions and answers you can then use those things to make follow-up content uh and so on and so forth um so yeah i mean i think without having a specific thing to break down there's, there's an endless amount of stuff that can be done
0: sure and i guess uh you know that's the thing there are a lot of tools out there that you could use and i think If you're like me, if you're a bit of a... procrastinator, if I can use that word, um, <laughs> it's really tempting to go out and want to do the research on a billion tools before you commit yeah. to one. And to be honest, I would yeah. find something that's that's cheap and easy and just just try yeah. it out. You don't have to commit to something forever. Um, and again, a lot of the ideas that we've talked about today, I think are really worth trying out for special events. So if you have a 50th episode, maybe that's the one you want to try and do live yeah. um, and bring people in and, and really celebrate it. Um, just incidentally, uh, Joe has followed up with some comments about yeah, yeah. the, the IRI, so that it's basically a Jamaican uh, expression for all good, all, all right. So, I mean, technical considerations aside, um, I think it's been pretty good so far. Um, right. It is Saturday here in Australia due to the wonders of, of time zones and me being in the future and such. But, you know, we're, we're having a good time. Um so we are sort of hanging out. we're talking all about uh, video opportunities for audio podcasters today. We have had some technical issues, but thank you for for hanging around with us as we work through them. We do appreciate it um so I guess um uh, one thing that I guess we haven't spoken about is is YouTube in particular and we did mention this i think last week actually um. Uh-huh that uh, YouTube is making a bit of a play for audio podcasts and yes. that certain audio podcasts will be available in YouTube music um, at some point uh, moving forward. There is the ability to, if you have it, and again, I don't think it's for everybody and I don't think it's for everywhere at the moment, but essentially what they're encouraging you to do is actually create a playlist of the related podcast episodes uh-huh. and you can actually make that playlist. Uh, you can mark it and say it's it's for podcasts. Uh, specifically. So again, there are all kinds of software. A lot of the the audio podcasting hosts will actually uh, have an ability to upload your audio uh, to YouTube and other places with a static image. Uh, There's been a lot of discussion about how useful that is. um, And that's probably a larger subject because depending on whether people are actually watching it, or whether it's just open in a tab somewhere in the background that they're listening to while they work on other things, um, you know, that may or may not matter. Um, And again, I guess, you know, (sighs) we, we have certainly seen a bit of a trend towards um, shorter form content anyway. So Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't want to make any predictions about, you know, our attention spans and how long or short they may be, but, you know, I, I guess the thing I would say is there are, there are audiences for both. And the thing I appreciate about audio podcasts is that I can listen to them while I'm multitasking and I'm moving around yes. and I'm not attached to the computer. Right. Um, so, I mean, those those are uh, some of the the benefits. And again, as I said at the the top of the show, I'm not I'm certainly not against podcasts. I love podcasts. I listen to three or four hours. Every single day, I, I can't get enough podcasts. So, I guess that's the other thing. If any of you actually are podcasters, let, let me know in the, the chat what your show's called and where I can find it. Cause I, yeah. I'm always looking for, for new things to listen to. Yeah. Uh,
1: I, I think that is an important um, point to make, though. Like, if you are doing a podcast as a live stream, keep in mind that you stay true to being a podcast because it is those audio only listeners at the end of the day that you're probably making content for so you don't want to do anything that relies heavily on visual aspects you know um and that's just based on what your content is and you know it, it, you know just make sure you're being uh
0: verbose in your visualizations if you need to like (laughs) actually do something i mean verbose is probably not (laughs) what i would use like just just explicit so yeah it's it's such a trap for so many of us to say click here click here click here when we should be saying is click on the file menu go to settings yeah go to the video options (laughs) and update the the resolution so you actually using your words and articulating what you're trying to communicate is is really really important but again um and to be honest, I I totally have ambitions to start my own audio only podcast. Um, that is something I'm I'm sort of leaning towards. Um, and I love the idea of you know not having the lights on, not really caring what I look like, right? And just talking into the microphone and editing in a different way. So, they they are different experiences for the creator as yes. much as the consumer. So, um, but again, my thing is that uh, you know, if you do um. If you do have expertise it's probably not a huge ask to to express those two different ways at two different mm-hmm. times so you know if if as i always say if something is worth saying it's probably worth saying more than once and it's probably yes. worth committing to, to different types of of content so those are all really useful things to, to keep in mind i think
1: yeah yeah you know if you're again always focus on whatever the main thing is. So if it is a podcast and you start to do a live stream of it, like look back on it and be like, is this worth doing this way? Does this need to be its own thing?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So this is the video and live streaming show. I'm John Lacey, and I'm being joined as always by Sam proof. Uh, today we've been talking about audio, uh, or video opportunities for audio podcasts. So, given everything that we've we've said today um you know if if somebody did have an audio podcast they were thinking about what kind of opportunity they'd like to explore next do you have any any thoughts on how they might choose from the the array of options that are actually out there for us
1: (laughs) uh (laughs) come back come back and corner us and be like this is what i'm doing what should i do with it (laughs) i think that's the the advice um yeah, there's there's just so many things out there. It's it yeah. Uh narrow down what your goals are and then we can break it down from there. Uh is basically what I say. I also kinda got caught up reading uh zeta's very long
0: uh message there so i got yes. distracted real quick <laughs> <laughs> all right well we'll come back to that in a second and i won't yeah. i won't attempt to put uh um, zeta's entire message on on the screen because yeah know it won't fit um but essentially zeta who is watching on LinkedIn, is saying that she's got two podcasts cool. Uh, ritual recipes, um, where I share recipes for weddings, funerals, etc., and my spouse has has dementia, where I share stories and info to help uh, family dementia carers survive, and uh, you can find out more about those at virtualrecipes.net and myspousehasdementia.com. Um, and she's noting too that uh, she has been putting the dementia podcast on YouTube. So that's uh, that's uh, you know it's it's good to see that people are sort of exploring these things. Um, yeah, I right. guess, and this you know we'll, we'll come in fact we'll come back to the next steps because I do have some things I want to say about that. But um, the thing about Multicasting, which is another thing we've spoken about in recent weeks, and podcasting, is that there are lots of places where people can enjoy your content. Yes. And in some ways, that's awesome, but some ways, that's kind of confusing. And one of the questions that I, I hear pop up quite a bit on uh, various places about podcasting is, you know, if I want to share my show, where do I send people? Because some people will send the I, the Apple podcasts, or as I call it, iTunes, because I'm of a certain age and it's still called that on on Windows. Um, But, you know, essentially, where do you want to send them to give them the option? And I think that's a place where it's often really useful to have your own website and actually give people the options once they get there. Um, But again, you know, think about where your audience might be congregating and think about, you know, what are the opportunities there? um, Because as Sam sort of mentioned earlier, Different platforms have different personalities and different sensibilities. And, yeah. you know, if you if you were doing funny memes, you should definitely be on TikTok. They will love you there. Right. Yeah. Um, if you're doing more serious stuff, maybe you might get some traction there. Maybe it's it's better on YouTube. Um, yeah. But those are certainly worth, uh, worth considering. So, um, yeah, I, I guess having a home base and maybe prioritizing a few places, um, and again, like we share this show in a number of different places, but I, you know, I'm most focused on YouTube and, and LinkedIn. Um, I know Sam does a lot of, on Twitch and, and YouTube, yep. um, but it does go to other places. And it's not bad to have a presence in other places, but try to make it obvious to your audience where they'll get the the best experience.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you should have a knowledge of what is your best platform, like what you want people to go to and just keep checking back on it and make sure that the, the data proves that uh, you are correct. Cause mm-hmm. I've, you know, I've, I've been in that situation where um, with the kitten cam, you know, we were broadcasting everywhere and I was like D live is our thing now. Cause mixer went away, but surely and slowly Twitch just like outpaced it. And I was like, well, we need to pay more attention to this and figure it out and see what else we need to do on here and build out the profile and the channel and, you know, do all that stuff. Cause that's where the people suddenly are
0: absolutely yep all right so let's let's head back to our our next steps and uh i guess we've given you a lot of ideas to think about today and again it's not my intention to overwhelm anybody so if there was one that was particularly of interest to you i would encourage you to maybe explore it a little bit but um don't don't rush out and spend ten thousand dollars on a studio setup unless you really have cash to burn uh think about the things that you've already got access to and especially with the the uh the streaming software um things like restream things like Streamyard, they both have sort of uh free uh, options to start with and i think that's the thing you you really want to think about uh, you really want to try some of these things out first to see if they're going to work for you uh if you do it and you absolutely hate it and you have no intention of ever ever doing it again you kind of want to know that before you've spent money um but again, like it could be just making a short little clip uh, and sharing that on on TikTok or YouTube. Um, there would be. A... I, I sorry, I'm slightly distracted by Joe's comment. I'm just going to read. It yeah, out. yeah. I'm not entirely sure what it <laughs> I had means. A um, so yeah, Joe it. Joe writes, uh, "Funny names on TikTok. Sam would be great as the the pizza profile." Uh which is a bit sure. of pun for you. Again, yeah. if you don't know, pe- uh, you. pizzas are very very important to Sam. They're actually fairly it's important true. to me. I'm Very good. I I live in this sad little low carb existence, so I have slightly <laughs> different pizzas with uh, low GI wraps and I've actually made one before this show because it'll be lunchtime by the time we finish, so I'm going to eat it cold. Um but we we do love we do love pizza between the two of us, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, I've actually just renewed my interest in making pizza videos. So yeah. you'll be seeing more of that uh yeah we'll get into that another time I don't want to go promoting stuff like right now sure
0: all right so this is the the video and live streaming show uh thank you for for joining us uh if you are joining us live or if you're watching this later on we appreciate it um again if you want to um join us uh more frequently we're on all kinds of various places um I guess I wasn't gonna do this till later, Sam, but let's let's do it right now. So where can people find out more about you and, and what's your content and all those good sure.
1: things? Sure. Uh yeah, with the exception of TikTok, where I am official Samproof. I am Samproof on every platform you could want, but you can find all of my links on Samproof.tv. Uh and uh yeah yep if you can't find it
0: (laughs) and uh if you want to catch up with anything i'm doing you head over to johnlacy.com i've got all the links to all of the places um and it's sort of live learn live streaming on youtube um and you can you can find me i've got a whole bunch of social links uh, down the bottom of uh of the page there um so you know i I, it, it has been great having so much uh discussion in the chat we do apologize we have had some technical issues but um but yeah, it has been a great to talk to you about this. Um, and again, we don't want to make, we don't want to tell you, you have to do a billion things, but if there is something that you're interested in exploring, start, uh, start slowly and, and gently. And again, yeah. if you need to try it with some supportive friends, maybe not out to the entire world, just to get some feedback, just to see oh, how yeah. it works by all means. Just that, that is perfectly fine. And I would sort of encourage that approach.
1: Um, yeah I mean in this day and age all you need is a phone like you can do what you want <laughs> like <laughs> there's a few really cheap accessories you can get to turn your phone into like a small podcasting system that's good enough like literally this lav that I grabbed last minute because everything else broke is like a $20 <laughs> this is it it's two labs you plug it right into your phone and it just have like a two-person uh, podcast immediately um you know you don't even have to be in the same room you can do a zoom thing and turn that into a podcast if, you've, if you're watching this stream you're able to make a podcast
0: you have yes. the tech you need yes so um and along those lines actually next week on the show we are talking about starting scrappy so actually utilizing some free uh, or cheap tools things that you already yeah. have we've alluded to some of them already but again uh, I don't. I, I. sometimes think sometimes people are inclined to say, "I'll, I'll get started after I buy the seven hundred dollar microphone right. and the two thousand oh. dollar lights," and there are all kinds of reasons why that's a bad idea. And we'll certainly explore those next week. So, um, yeah. again, uh, we'll be going out to to all the various places. So, feel free to subscribe wherever you're watching. And again, we'd love to to have your company. Then, um, have have a great weekend. Uh, thanks, Joe, and. Um, and zeta in the chat wishing uh thanking us for the the event um it's so great to have your company today so take care we'll talk to you again sort of the same time next week and uh any final thoughts sam
1: start streaming start podcasting
0: do it now absolutely all right thank you so much we'll talk to you again soon it's been great bye everyone